Welcome to the Marshall Pro Podcast and our catching up with short form interview show. Who do we have? Have the awesome Jessica Mace, the Andretti Autosport IndyCar team, Indy Lights team as well. Jessica filling in last weekend, changing the inside rear tire. That would be the right rear at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course. Victorious with Alexander Rossi. That beautiful number 27, Napa, Drive Pink, you name it, all kinds of great stuff. Honda, do indeed believe Jessica is the first woman to win an IndyCar race going over the wall as a tire changer, as a member of the crew servicing the car directly, uh, just kick ass. <laughs> she is she is, and always has been just awesome. Uh, not an awesome woman, just awesome. A uh, member of whatever team she has uh, been selected for within the Andretti Autosport camp. So just wanted to catch up with her, speak about this achievement, and know that she will indeed uh, just inspire more. So let's get going with Jessica Mace from the Andretti Autosport team. Winner here on Saturday with Alexander Rossi. All this brought to you by Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, and TorontoMotorsports.com. Jessica Mace, pretty... Uh, pretty awesome way to kick off a weekend that being last weekend's big celebration of IndyCar and NASCAR coming together at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway you and your teammates in particular on Saturday got to uh, jump around and hug each other and spray champagne and pose for photos and see a giant smile on your driver Alexander Rossi before we get into uh, some really cool stuff for you in particular, tell me what it was like uh, seeing, what was it? Was a, a weight removed? I don't know what it was, but this was a joyous occasion. It was, it was great for the guys. Um, I haven't been with them all year, and a lot of guys have been with Alex for a couple years now, and I was just, I was so happy for them. They've been working so hard and just dealing with a lot of things with the car and just fighting just a little bit of everything between on track, off track. And I was so happy for those guys. They needed that so much. Alex needed that. I mean, I hope that, you know, he can finish out the season strong and get a couple more wins. So I had a couple of your friends slash rivals on other IndyCar teams. Uh, those who go over pit wall like you and perform service on the cars just uh, whether it was in person uh, after the race on saturday or texts afterwards just beaming with happiness for you and knowing how hard you have been pushing and training uh to be as awesome as anyone else going over the wall changing a tire uh tell me about the response jessica from like i said not just those in your team but I'm guessing you had a few few folks up and down pit lane so excited to see you getting a victory here um, at the good old IMS road course. Yeah, it was great. You know, guys I've worked with throughout the years or just, you know, a lot of people, oh my gosh, was that you changing tires? Did you, you know, congratulations. I mean, it's, it's really great having all the support from everyone. So I can't claim to know every aspect of history and uh, we certainly wouldn't want to uh, diminish anything many of the amazing women who go over the wall have done uh, in IndyCar. There's definitely a feeling, though, that you might be the first woman uh, changing tires to have won an IndyCar race. 
does that kind of stuff hold any added meaning to you? I know from what I've known of you and our interactions over the year, you are as much a, a team person and team player as anybody. But if you do happen to hold this really unique space and honor, does that mean something extra to you? It, it does. Um, I really, there's, you know, there's a lot of women that want to get into it. There's a lot more on the engineering side. Um, it's just great that shows that, Hey, you girls can do this. It's, you know, you don't have to be afraid of the guys or that really big tire. I mean, you just work for it and do it. And you know, it's once they, you see, once anyone sees you have the ability, you're going to get those opportunities time and time again. And you know, the cards will file fall right eventually and you'll win a race. And it's, it's a great feeling that it all comes together. And the coolest part I would say uh, at least for me, Jessica, is watching your journey. And this is the part that I'd love to share with folks as well. Uh, first saw you and, and, you know, got to say hello and know you a little bit on the indie light side. And it's not like you are someone who's uh, away from any of the things that Endurity Autosport might be doing in, it, in the 312 different series they race in. But <laughs> yes. um, you're someone who has not just magically appeared on pit lane and won a race here on Saturday. You have been involved working your way up, learning at every step. Why don't we go back to where racing came into your life? Where did this become a path for you to follow? Well, I grew up about 20 minutes from mid Ohio. Um, my grandpa raced mini Coopers and SCCA for about 40 years. Wow. So that's where the racing bug, I mean, if anybody that ever followed that red mini checker top, everybody knew that mini. <laughs> and, um, so now it's, it's sucked in. I've got three of my own old classic minis, you know, my family, we all have multiple minis. So, but the mechanic side definitely comes from my dad. He was always tinkering on something, whether it was a bulldozer or a Volkswagen bus or something. So I was all, you know, kind of helping him. And, um, I took a job. I worked at the track for many years, uh, took a job with the team and was doing parts for them. And then got another offer in North Carolina doing parts. And I started working on the cars there. Um, asking a lot of questions, honestly, doing the part side helped a lot because you got, I got to learn what everything was on the car and where it went. Mm. If I didn't know, I kept asking questions. What is this? Why do we need this? Where does this go? And just started working on spec Miatas there. And after that, I, um, did a test with, uh, Schmidt Peter. Well, it was Sam, Sam Schmidt Motorsports at the time, uh, did an Indy lights test with them. And then that was my first taste of open wheels. And this is not a normal thing, this open wheel world of ours, Jessica. And I, having grown up as a son of a British and Swedish car specialist, my father happened to own a, a number of minis uh, back in the day. The, the world of tin tops or sedans, even spec Miatas, like you mentioned, those are all race cars. Oh, but they're nothing like a junior open wheel vehicle all the way up to an Indy car. Tell me about the, the specialization and, and what you learned and how you learned uh, the very different approach to whether it's how you torque uh, a, a nut onto a bolt instead of twisting the, uh, the bolt, uh, actually torquing the nut as not to enlarge the, uh, uh, the bore there, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, safety wires, probably not something you're going to find applied to too many things on a spec Miata. Just 
tell me about getting to know the open wheel world because that is from a mechanic standpoint an area where real intelligence and precision is required yes so the first test i did was at sebring and i thought looking for outside in open wheel cars are very fragile it doesn't take much to break them they're they're kind of you know, they're flimsy in a way. Well, the first test I did, the driver I was working with, somebody drove over top of his car. This was in the old style, uh, the previous chassis for the Indy Lights cars. And from that point on, it's like, okay, these things are rock solid. <laughs> we can, this is because the car was fine. We repaired the airbox and sent him back out for the rest of the day. And I had an excellent teacher in Jason Robb. Mm. He, there's been many guys in the paddock um, including my boyfriend that we say we went through the school of Rob. Um, it's, it's rough, but it is, he is the best teacher for somebody who comes not from a background of school or anything, just by learning, asking questions. And he's very particular. And there's some days it's just, I can't deal with it. But then at the end of the day, it's like, okay, this man has taught me everything I need to know to excel how to, you know, from torque specs to, well, you can't do that and that together because this will happen. He takes the time to explain things. And honestly, without that man working, working with him, I probably would be not where I am because I had a good teacher. And, you know, we all need a good teacher, whether it's, you know, in college or, you know, a father or somebody that you know takes the time to teach you properly because I was kind of behind the curve because I didn't have I didn't go to school I just asked questions and got some books and this is you know that's where I ended up. Can you speak to Jessica what you've seen in terms of the team culture at Andretti Autosport and maybe any others that you've seen at, at other teams in IndyCar I guess Indy Lights as well uh, in recent years. I know that at least looking within your Andretti team, uh, I have and, and always give full props to them for hiring the best people, not the best man, not the best, uh, which, but just, Hey, if you are male or female, whatever ethnicity you happen to be, whatever your origin story might be, if you're the best for that position, you're getting hired. Uh, do you see that and recognize that within your team that, you know, there, there's still more ground to be made everywhere. I'm not saying problem is solved, but at least within your own team, do you see that culture uh, as one that's continuing to grow? I do. Um, there are quite a few females that have joined Andretti, whether it's on the sports car side with Jared running his um, LMP3 car or just the engineering side. Um, it If you can do the job, it's you're going to get hired if you are capable. The... Um, it's so difficult to find anyone who wants to work on a car anymore. Um, it's whether male, female, it doesn't matter. So if you are talented enough, you're, you're going to be signed up. You're good to go. I can't even get hired, Jessica, and I used to do it for a living. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet you could. <laughs> uh, skill, the skills part, I think those, that's worn off a heck of a lot. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me ask one or two other things. So within the 27 uh, Andretti Autosport Honda program, you have a driver by the name of Alexander Rossi, who I know, uh, I'm not saying that the rest of the drivers in the series aren't super pro diversity and encouraging uh, every, every type of person to work uh, with them. But I do know Alexander for sure is someone who celebrates champions and, and pushes 
uh, for women to be in every area, uh, whether it's turning wrenches, managerially, engineering, you name it. Does that factor into maybe a little bit of extra shine from Saturday's win as well, knowing that the uh, the proverbial nut behind the wheel is the exact type of person to cheer you on and say, yeah, she's badass. I absolutely want her going over the wall. It, it's a great, it's an extra great feeling. Um, just that, you know, that you're fighting for him as much as he's fighting for you. Um, I got to change tires for Alex. I believe it was last year at Laguna for the first time. Um, just as a fill in, somebody couldn't make the race and he just welcomed me with open arms. I mean, it was great to have a driver that was just, you know, Hey, welcome aboard. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go win this thing. So simple as that. Let's close on this. May was rather special. Angela Ashmore, who we believe became the first woman on the engineering side, the, the crew that directly responsible for making the Indy 500 winner win the race there with Marcus Erickson, another great achievement. Uh, by sheer coincidence, about five minutes before I called you, I got a text from uh, my old friend Margie Smith-Haas. I was a mechanic on her car. She's recognized as the first woman to win a North American uh, rate road racing championship. She was the 1994 SCCA pro racing uh, sports 2000 champion. Again, just sheer coincidence, but we have amazing history and lineage. You are definitely have been a part of it, uh, whether you want an IndyCar race going over the wall or not, but there are so many women on pit lane. I think Kara uh, Christolik is kind of the, uh, the informal, maybe the formal leader of the group, but there's a growing number of women in serious professional roles on IndyCar teams, and y'all seem to really care for one another, have each other's back, and really be rooting for one another. Am I guessing the group text among all of uh, the women racers in IndyCar was probably blowing up on Saturday and celebrating you quite a bit? Um, I actually um, haven't heard from any of them. A few of them I have. What? Um, all right, I need yeah. to yell at people here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we all know each other, like, um, Kate and I are really close. Um, but it's just, you know, we sit, we're all so busy and, um, honestly, a lot of people didn't know I was changing tires Saturday. Um, some things, uh, something happened, um, with one of the guys that was supposed to, and I got called up after morning warm up. Hey, can you go change this tire? So not many people until I was on the podium, did they, did they even know that I was changing that tire on Saturday? Well, we're going to make darn sure everybody knows because, <laughs> uh, darn it, you've been putting in the work, uh, seriously, just so happy for you. And yet another thing we can say is no longer a thing, right? Um, yes. every, every, I'm not saying real barrier. It's not like anyone's been trying to stop you uh, or any of the other women from winning, uh, from going over the wall. But here's yet another thing we can just celebrate and say, hey, truly, for those of us who absolutely believe you can do anything and be anything, uh, here's another thing to, to remove from the list of questions as to whether, yep, uh, done. Let's move on to the next one until there are none left. Yes, and that's... I. I guess I've been doing this so long and I just don't take no for an answer. And I just keep pushing that when I hear somebody guy or girl or anybody say, you know, I just don't know if I could, I can do that. Yes, you can just come on, let's go put in the extra work. And unfortunately there's a lot of people that don't want to put in the time. And I hope that they, you know, look at some of these stories of these women and say, wait a minute, I can put in the time. I can make this happen. I can make my dreams come true. 
I'm going to be getting you some hero cards here soon. I'm telling <laughs> you, you know, there's going to be, you don't even know this. Uh, I mean, you're young no. enough, but you know, uh, trust me, there are going to be hopefully young men and young women, however many years from now who say, you know what, uh, you inspired me. So just thanks for you being you, Jessica. Well, thank you. Thanks once again to Jessica for taking a moment. Keep in mind that yes, won the race on Saturday. I believe did have Sunday off, but right back at it. Long day on Monday, getting ready for this weekend's race in Nashville. So genuinely appreciate her taking a few minutes for us. If you haven't, you might pay a visit to marshallpruittpodcast.com. I'm kind of forgetting the number of episodes we have, but yes, 1,200 plus, something like that. Uh, Going back to our start uh, month of May in 2016, uh, so, boy, we've got a ton of IndyCar content, IMSA content, ambient racing sounds, in-car sounds, long-form interviews with current drivers, legends of the sport, you name it. I readily forget to shout out our own little URL here. But if you enjoy the show, you want to check out some things you might not have seen or known about, go back and pay a visit, marshallpruittpodcast.com. All right. Well, that's me. It's my show. Thanks to you for listening, and I'll speak to you soon.